Yo, what up? Kenny Hardaway here. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast. We got one half of the Knuckleheads Podcast, Darius Miles. Appreciate you coming, my man, coming to Memphis. Everybody that knows me that know that I talk about basketball over the years, this is one guy I always mention that I said I love this game, that he don't get enough credit. Killer. I watched him since he came out of high school. Going to the league, man, I'm talking about just how he came in and as a young guy just kind of made his mark on the league and just happy to have him here in Memphis, man. Welcome, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, chilling with the fellas, man, trying to make history, you know, do the whole brotherhood thing, yeah. and, you know, represent for our guy. Yeah, you know what? I look at the brotherhood as being one thing because in the league, we got a brotherhood. Yeah. But what y'all got with you, Stack, Matt, AI, uh, Sheet and Bonzi, that's a whole different level of brotherhood right there. That's guys yeah. that really understand the culture. Yeah. Guys that, that got it out the mud. Yeah. Guys that's doing it the hard way, that's really genuinely loving and caring about what y'all are doing. Yeah. This ain't just no show with y'all. Yeah. Y'all really are doing this for the right reasons. So that's a whole different brotherhood right there to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them guys, you know, AI is the guy that, that you know, that made me be free to do what I wanted to do, wear tattoos, wear braids, and, you know, push the coach and, you know, Sheed and Bonds and, and stack all of them, my brothers. But, but you being from East St. Louis, when you were in high school and you were a senior or a junior and you had an opportunity to, or a senior, you had an opportunity to touch your, the people that you looked up to in the league. How would you have handled that coming out of East St. Louis? Oh, man, that would have been a blessing, you know, because I was, I was blind for me. Uh, Fonzo Ellis came from where, where I'm from, and um, that was like in the 80s. You know, and mm -hmm. I and I came out in two thousand, so that's like a whole decade yeah. after that. And uh we didn't have that. And I used to play against the guys. I used to play against Bonner in the in the pro ams yeah. and all that stuff when I was in high school. So that gave me the experience, but not the verbal experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. something that you just can't get from anybody and everybody into to if I had that. Like man. that side of it, like, whew, man, I'm talking about like somebody to tell me, like, man, you can't play in the NBA without going to the weight room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm sticks and bones coming out. You yeah. know, God blessed me with this gift. I ain't going to the weight room and enhanced it. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? Yep. And just some, the small details, the small details, the little things, man, get out there and keep your shirt in, keep your jersey tucked in, you know? Yep. Carry yourself a certain way. I be telling people all the time when I was in Cleveland, I was three years in the league, and LeBron James just came in the league my fourth year, and he was way more mature than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I noticed the maturity like, man. But he had, like, more guys and more people, yes. more father figures and more help, you know yep. what I'm saying, than me. But we all need it. You know oh, my God. Even the ones that got it, it, it won't hurt to get a little bit more. Absolutely. And I hope those guys take y'all up on that because it's prices, man. Some of these kids have the ego – Sometimes they don't feel like, from a one point of view, that they don't want to bother you. But, man, if I had Darius Miles' number or Rasheed Wallace's number or whatever, I'm using that to be like, what did you do in this situation? Because yeah. they do know now that you came from high school straight to the league. Yeah. You didn't go to college. So that experience from you going from high school to the league, we got the G League now. We got the other league that's coming. Um, how would you have felt about that coming out? I, I really don't like the. The G League, uh, I, f I feel like them kids might as well go to college. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, it's, 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 a, it's a good idea. You know, you, you chancing it. You trying to give a, you know, try to take care of them and take care of the guys that want to do that. But, man, I, I'd just rather you go to college for a year, you know. I can truly say not being biased towards college because I'm a college coach because 
you know, I'm all for what the kid really wants to do. Yeah. But ultimately, man, a kid said this the other day. If he'd have gone to college, it would have been no, no second guessing who would have been number one. He's like, I would have been number one. Yeah. Because I chose G League, I enjoyed my experience. But if I would have went to college, yeah. it wouldn't, I wouldn't even be talked about as being a two, three, four, five pick. I would have been the number one pick because yeah. of the exposure that you get. And I'd rather, uh, you know, like G League, I'd rather test my might, like how I was. I came straight out of high school and I got straight to the league. So I'm testing my might against the best of the best. I'm testing my game against the best of the best in the G League. You got these overseas guys. You got these other guys. It's a different type of hunger. Yeah, down there. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. a different type of game. And they, you know, I watched them. I watched them young guys this year. And man, them, them guys was not letting up on them. And especially when you 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 have a whole team full of them. Yes. You don't got no veteran, no veteran leadership, no veterans on there. I know they put Jared Jack them on there, but yeah. it's still it's different. I feel like we need to go back to the drawing board, figure it out because it can be figured out. I just think that's not it right now. Yeah, for sure. Now, you going into the league out of high school, when you got the practice, were you anxious for the opportunity or were you like, I need to fill this out? Or were you like, man, sh I'm I'm finally here? Uh, it was go time. <laughs> Shit, it was go time. And it, and it, and it kept, well, the good thing about it is I had Corey, mm -hmm. Keon, yep. Q, Lamar, all of us is under 21 years old. Like, we can't even go to no club or buy no liquor. Right. But us being young guys and having all this energy, we competed with each other, against each other so hard. And that was good. You know what I'm saying? And and I love the competitive because when we got to the game, we cheered for each other. Yeah. So I like hard. that about y'all's you know team, too. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. And that that was the cool part about it. It helped, it helped us, like, go and get into it because – one of my, my people always used to tell me, like, man, you can't be a fan no more. Like, and then, and, you know, the era we played in, people weren't talking to people. Right. No, nah, you weren't trying to be you friends. You weren't telling nobody how much you admired them and you came up and talked to them because you didn't want to show no chink or no weakness yeah, was in yeah. yourself. So we didn't talk. So I just had to, you know, admire from afar and, you know, go hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to put my mark, I wanted to prove that I'm, I'm able to be here. So who was the one guy in your position that you played that you that you was like, damn, this this dude tough right here. He, uh, well, of course, Kobe. Well, yeah. He wasn't my position, but they used to have me guard him. But yeah, because of your length. That's yeah. the one thing I do remember. You used to guard. Yeah, they, they everybody threw me through the fire like right away. But I felt like my defense was advanced. Like uh -huh. the, I, I was good enough to play defense. Yep. But Tracy McGrady. Ooh, <laughs> I'm talking about every time I see him. He had 30 in his pocket. Like, he was, <laughs> like, and that's when he just got to Orlando, and he was, like, them first he was couple on a mission. years, he was going through one. And I just, just him, just, he did everything. He shoot the three, he post up, he play D, he can dribble. Yep. Like, he was a packet, and, and I didn't see him, because I'm, I'm watching the game. You know, I love the game. I'm, I'm, I'm a historic person. I, I love the history of the game. And I just seen him with Toronto, and he wasn't doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't find his niche. But then when I got to the league, I got drafted, he just got to Orlando, he was a whole nother animal right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. The one thing I did know when I went uh, was you had to do your homework. You had to get your research. And even then, it was still tough. Yeah. Because you got to do You're on an island. Yeah. You know, you need to understand guys that's trying to hurry up and get there. When you get there, they looking for you. Yeah. They, they putting you on the island. They're going to go at you, and they're going to break you in, it's for sure. It's a price on your head. <laughs> it's a price on your head as soon as you get there, because everybody want to see if you got it. Yeah. 
if if you don't want somebody else who used to kick my ass was Jamal Mashburn. Mash Monster Man Mash was nasty. Me up like I'm talking about do bad like. And I, I used to hate it because he he lost his athleticism. He wasn't quick. Right. But he was so patient. Yeah. With his offensive game. Simple, patient, simple stuff. Pump fake, dribble, boom, boom. I'm like, man, he every time I seen him, I was I was up for the challenge, but man, after the mug, it was defeating because it's like, man, he killing me. I can't get him. But I talked to him and he told me, he said, I love the athletic fast. So he had problems with the strong guys more right. than the athletic dudes. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, he felt like that anxiousness in you with the athleticism, he was going to be able to handle he that. He going to be able to handle that. the guy that was going to bump him and make him go to his weaknesses yeah. and all that. Yeah, but you were young and you were up for the challenge, but you had never faced cats like this. Yeah. Not in high school. You Not coming school, nah. straight from high school, straight to the league. So that was different, but you still held your own. For me, it was, it was the same way, man. Just going in there. I was a skinny kid, and I was in the area where hand-checking was. Mm-hmm. So my goodness, man, it was it was crazy, man. How them guys would just grab me by the hip, yeah, your whole hip, and be able to take me. <laughs> you already skinny, me. so they yeah. got your oh, whole hip. Man, that was crazy <laughs> for sure. And um, you know, also for me, just the 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 off season. Like how that's what I wanted to know. Like back then, how was your off season regimen? But for me, I just played ball all the time. I didn't do drills because drills weren't really big back yeah. then. I would just hoop all day. So how was your off season? I, off season was great. Uh, we we uh, I didn't make the we didn't make the playoffs. So we was back in the gym in June before the finals. You know what I'm saying? We'll take May off, and we right back in the gym in June. But we used to be in Chicago at hoops. Yeah, I went there too. Yeah, hooping, hooping at hoops. You know, all the guys come through from Michael Finley to Antoine Walker, Jawan Howard. You know, all the guys, and that kept the game up, and that kind of put me on the weight room. You yeah. know, got a little bit of weights and stuff for phone. So that was like my summers, every summer going to that. And then, you know, we find a hoop. Everywhere we go, we go to Miami and we hooping in, you know, in the high school gym against Glenn Rice now. We going to L.A. and we hooping at UCLA. You know, just finding the hoop and keeping it, keeping it going. All right, let's take a break. Football season is back in full swing. It's good to see the teams back out there on the gridiron. Lucky for us, that was just week one. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, is putting you in the center of the action for week two. New customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit by signing up using the code PENNY. Get into the action right now. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the NFL action like never before with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Just download the DraftKings app now and use that code PENNY. This week, new customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Enter the code PENNY to get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. That's code PENNY only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. It's a $5 minimum deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Yeah, so what would the D-Miles now say to the young D-Miles that was coming out of high school before he went to the draft? What, what would they, the D-Miles now say to that kid? Because uh, I've been asked that question before. Bas- Basketball-wise, be more conscious of your body. You know, your body is, is everything. Uh, nobody can play in the NBA and play 82 games without hitting that weight room. You know what I'm saying? I never, where I'm from, you couldn't have a weight room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was that bad. But 
when I got to the league, that's when it it came. But then it's injuries come. Yeah. So when you first hit the weight room, yep. it was because of injury, and it wasn't because you was already healthy. You know, that's a problem. Off the court, financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Like, financial literacy, like, Know it, teach yourself, teach yourself how to pay your own bills, teach yep. yourself how to do the the stuff that, you know, generations of your family ain't have. You want to try to create generational wealth. It's too yep. much money we get to not yeah. create generational wealth. Yeah, for me, I had a wake-up call my freshman year. I had the Bank of America paying for my bills. And it had gone maybe a year, and it was like <sighs> cell phones and other people's names that weren't even on anymore. That weren't yeah. even on. I was still paying those bills. Yeah. I was still... Um, Paying, I, I, I started asking for like a monthly report of what I was paying. Mm-hmm. And man, because I wasn't being conscious enough of that, I'm thinking, oh, they're just paying my bills. It was a ton of money that I was just throwing down Going the drain just from even week. recognizing that I was paying the bills for something yeah. that wasn't even, like people put stuff on my credit yeah. card and I didn't yeah. even know, but I got conscious early, thank God. Yeah. Because on that level, it's more off the court. You got to know about your finances and you got to know yeah, where it's going because most people live where... I never had it. I'm going to have fun right now. Or you can say, I'm going to invest. I'm going to be smart. And mm-hmm. then my kids and my kids' kids are going to be able to have it, yeah. you know, after that. So that's that's an important part. And nowadays, I think they have more, excuse me, the league has more financial things in place for they the do. young guys. They do. To try to help them because yeah. they got tired of seeing guys kind of, you know, yeah. go through it or whatever. But that's another advantage that they do have. We had to really get it out of the mud on the court and off the court. Yeah, they you had your financial advisors back then, but still, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. They weren't forcing you or, or really trying to get you to understand. Like, nah, you can't do that. You can't spend that type of money. Yeah. You can't. You can't pay for everybody. Yeah. Else, and you can't. You know, do that. And yeah, you got to create something else that generates money. But I'm, my hats off to the league because they creating it and they doing a good job to make sure that these kids never go broke. Yes. And that's yeah. what they didn't do before, but they they slowly going with it. You know what I'm saying? They, it's getting bigger. Like, even from the practice now. Like, man, they got food at the practice now. I mean, we yeah. had no fucking food. No, nah, we had practice. to go get our own. We had to get it out of the mud. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. We had no food at practice or, or none of that stuff. And even the arenas after a game, you play a game, you know, only team that used to give us food was Dallas. 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 Everybody Cute. knew Mark Cuban was the I dude that fed you after the game. To, I look forward to seeing Shout out Cuban. to Mark Cuban. <laughs> like, I look forward to seeing them because you had a nice plate. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying to go after after the game. Yep, and you know Commissioner Stern, you know rest in peace. Yeah, he did a hell of a job. But Adam Adam Silver has learned from yes. the mistakes and has has gotten the the um, I guess the uh, the opinions from players and met halfway and has done some great things to yes, try to yeah. help build the league up higher than even where it was when Commissioner Stern had it because he did a hell of a job and now Adam is doing it, you know, yeah, he's, a, he's a great doing job as well. Like I took my head off to Adam too. Like Stern was my man, you know. I think yeah. they, all of us love Stern. Yeah, no man. doubt about he was, it. He was a unique person, you know what I'm saying? And But but Adam Silva, I think he picked up the ball and ran with it and uh, he learned from his mentor and, man, this league is looking promising. Yeah. It's looking going to be here to come. Yeah, for sure. Now, retired, Obviously, you're on the podcast. What else is going on with you in, in today's world? Um, me just uh, trying to create content, trying to uh, link, link up with uh, more of our brothers and um, just do things, uh, create these stories, 
and, and put them on film or put them in documentaries, put them on TV. But uh, like I say, outside of that, just creating generational wealth for my family. Like uh, trying to make sure my kids don't have to start from zero like I started right. from zero mm-hmm. to give them something. Yeah. You know, I feel like I worked hard enough and created something within myself and been successful within myself that they deserve right. that, you know? Yeah. No, that's definitely real because uh, with us being out of basketball now, you know, we all thought we'd play till we was 100. Mm-hmm. Nobody even just kind of in the beginning, like, when you're 22 years old talking about, well, when I'm 40, this is what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. You're living that life out every day. Mm-hmm. And you retire, and then you go, dang, you know, there's that small moment, like me and Bonzi was talking about that. You kind of like in limbo, like, man, what do, what do I really want to do? Do I want to go on TV? Do I want to coach? Do I want to just chill for a minute? Do I want to go back to the community that I grew up in and try to make a difference? What is it that you want to do? And I think we're all in that in that area. area. But what we do have, we have an appeal to people because of yes. we played the game. Yes. So now you guys have jump-started something that's been great that you kind of I – I still don't know who started the podcast back in the day. Mm. For athletes, but you guys are taking the ball and ran with that, yeah. doing a hell of a job. UQ, Madden Stack, yeah. uh, Bonzi and Sheet, yeah. uh, Gil, Gil yeah. all great stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a beautiful thing to watch because it's showing the intelligence, the IQ, uh, the off-the-court stuff that you might not have gotten credit for when you were playing mm-hmm. through the media. Mm-hmm. But, man, everybody that I've interviewed and everybody that I know, very intelligent. Um, the conversation is always about the culture and winning and the kids and, yeah. and generational wealth. If we didn't know that in the beginning, then we know now and you now we're now. passing it back on. So it's a beautiful it's thing hard. to see everybody, even my podcast with my two cents yeah. and coaching here at Memphis, just trying to make a difference now, man. And not, it's not a, uh, it's not a situation where we're just sitting around just chilling and not doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully people will continue and, and, um, the, the, the Coca-Colas of the world or the, all the endorsement companies will, the, the, the entertainment world will see this and want to do something because I can see with the group that y'all have here making this, man, like a, like a, a bigger thing to, 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 to bring the generational wealth. Yeah. It yeah. should bring other stuff to y'all because yeah. y'all are doing a hell of a job, more sponsors, whatever it is. And man, just kudos. It's just, last thing I'll have for you is what do you have to say to the kids from East St. Louis that, okay, the generational gap again. Remember, he was like, Lafonso was here, then you. Mm-hmm. The next up-and-coming guys who can't go from high school straight to the league because they don't have that anymore, that's following your footsteps. What do you, what do you have to say to them? I, I tell them to, to dream. Continue to dream, continue to dream. But as you dream, get up and do something about your dream. Mm-hmm. Because, like, man, God wants you to have that dream. He putting it in your head. He, he letting you close your eyes and you seeing it. Yeah. But if you never get up to try to even attempt to try to accomplish that dream, he can't help you start. You right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I, just keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Keep thinking out the box and get up and do it. You know, at least try. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And for me, you know, being from Memphis, I had a chance to see guys before me. I was thankful for the opportunity. Bonzi being from Muncie. Small town, yeah. same thing, East St. Louis. We're from small town. We're not from yeah. huge towns. Yeah. But to have the kids come behind us to be able to see us be successful, then that's a beautiful thing, man. But I definitely want to appreciate you coming on My Two Cents, the Knuckleheads podcast with him and Q Rich. Yeah. Man, keep checking that out. Intelligent brothers, sponsors, throw all the money their way. Endorsements, throw all the money their way. <laughs> man, keep working them. 
because we got some we got some brothers that's going. This is only going to be the stepping stone to something more greater. It's definitely, I appreciate you. It's definitely. I want to say one more thing, okay. man. When I first got to the league, man, I I tell people this story to this day. Man, when we got to Phoenix, man, you brought us over your house. You had a bowl stand there, man, just to see your house. The bowling alley. Oh, yeah. Like, we ain't never... You was the first <laughs> person. And it was crazy. You and Shaq played together. But y'all embraced us. Both of y'all embraced us so much, man. And, I mean, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, no That's doubt, always man. always been love. You always been my guy, man. And, you know... Yeah, same here, love. man. It was just a respect thing because of the way that y'all approached the game. Yeah. And real recognized real, man. I was always a D Miles fan. I just yeah. saw the talent and the and the gift from God and it was easy to do that. And now you're doing it for other kids. You just through the podcast, through just talking to them and touching them, man, touching them, that's bigger than handing them money. Straight up. The knowledge, the knowledge itself. The information. You know, and information. That's yeah. that's where it is. So I definitely appreciate it. Yo, yeah. man, we had some great, some great guests today, some great guests all week. And uh I'm appreciative. My Two Cent Podcast. Peace. Mm.